My name is Susie Can, and I hope you enjoy exploring with me the thoughts that come with this thread. If you have any interest in supporting what I'm doing or getting in touch, please do so through the website kylak.ie, where you will also find other resources and connections that I create around each podcast so that if some of the tweaks of interest come to you through them, you have a place to go to go a little further and deeper or to find other information or to find a way to support by maybe wanting to collaborate or offer something or even a donation. Thanks for listening. this thread on my identity and the stories and the timeline and the dates and the changes of my life and the things that were going on around me as I explored it have been coming to the stage of my life from the last episode where we had traveled and where I do have another blog that talks about our experiences as traveling with our small children. And since that time, we came back and created a social enterprise called Karigdura. And we did that because having come up for air after the babies, having made that trip, it was because we could see that things from the time that Mike had read Rachel Carson's Silent Spring, that all these predictions of intensification of ecological crisis were going to come. And so it was trying to see where could we have some impact in the world? Where could we find a niche that gave us a way to try to help with the adapting to these converging crises that were coming and that were already underway in lots of places in the world, social and ecological crises were causing pain and trauma and anguish to people in all sorts of countries around the world, especially in the global south. And so we we were trying to find our place and that really led us to creating Karagdura. And I'm sitting looking back at the period that was in 2000 and six, we started out, we came home, we, we, I continued to work, I continued to work in art therapy work in different places in the hospice. I had finished up there before we went, but I went back and did some teaching work and workshop work and different bereavement courses. And all of that work along the side was part of my own helping me to not just give up in the face of what we had understood to be coming. And looking at it from 2021, actually recording this in the run-up to COP26 and the kinds of things that are now in my context around me with the IPCC report as coming out as a code red, as the even more knowledge and understanding of the world 
the challenges that the last remaining indigenous in the world are facing as they try to hang on to the most biodiverse places in the world. As the children continue to rise up and continue to try to have a voice asking for system change. You know, when I look back at the beginning of forming Karakdura, I mean, we were very much in a future view, getting to hear about and learn about transition towns movements and permaculture movements and all these places that we'd visited when we traveled and then when we kind of came back and connected in with other people, they all led to us saying we, we want to join these movements for adaptation and regeneration and in a way sometimes a strong leaning in all those movements towards prepping, not in the sense of the total apocalyptical, we'll go up a hill and we'll put some armaments around and we'll get some guns and we'll have a bunker full of tins. But at the same time, I think there was a sense of community preparedness and resilience that we were setting out on a journey to to find for ourselves as well as for our family. And through those years, We've continued to travel as well. We, I've traveled most recently on my own to teach permaculture in Belize right before the pandemic. That was an adventure that I hope to put up in a blog soon. And we previously with the family traveled to the States. We went across it on a Amtrak train and visited all of Mike's friends and our friends and family. I came back across the country we drove in a charity rally from Ireland to Mongolia. There's another blog we have up about that. To to continually see what can we do about resilience? What are other people doing it in much harsher and more challenging environments? How can we contribute to that? How can we help and be part of this network? And that has been all of the work that's probably more publicly documented through the work of Karagdura and the permaculture courses that we've done there and there's various videos and social media content and so on. So what I'm going to do is is really just signal to look at those things because that's less in my distant past and much more in the work that I've ended up in in my present where the art therapy work mingled in with community work, mingled in with school garden work and community gardens and getting things established like that and getting local food systems going and experimenting with community-supported agriculture and box schemes and, you know, slowly developing a network of people we met through learners and courses and exchanges. And so I'm tapped in now through all of that work to this community of practice. And I'm still working in different ways in community development and harvesting all the lessons, hopefully, along the way of the travel and the different projects to see how we can continue to be resilient communities across the island of Ireland. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it there and point you towards other places where you can learn about the more recent stages of my life and its work in the world and the different connections, the movements I've connected to, the democratic schools movement and the active hope movement. And as I said, the community around the permaculture and gardening and regenerative work. And that contrast that we started in Karagdura 
at the end of the Irish boom, uh, economic boom, the Celtic tiger economy where loads of people went into massive debt and where there was a huge cycle. We just, because we had traveled, we came back and managed to sell a house and the boom hadn't bust yet. It bust a few months later. And so that allowed us be in this mode maybe when other people were struggling with their debt and how to cope with that massive change. We were in the fortunate position of at least owning a piece of land that we could begin to create a community around and do these different kinds of learning experiences. And I mean, it meant that we had other journeys again, places I have shared a blog about the house that we eventually did get a little cottage that we've been restoring since 2014. All these adventures in natural building skills and growing skills and all of that stuff. And so that is the end of this episode on my own identity. And probably you can see where that led me more easily publicly in the kinds of places connected to Dulra and the work there.